On this week's show, we discuss what's happened in the parks and what's happened with us. In 2014, we then move on to what's happening and what's coming in the new year. We go through parks, we go through movies, we go through television, we go through gaming. We try to hit it all, and hopefully you guys will enjoy this. This is show 306 for the week of December 29, 2014. You're listening to These Amazing Places, Universal's Door, The Mouse Moment. Find us at theseamazingplaces.com, universalsdoor.com, themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Welcome back, everybody, and this is where it begins again. Uh, on the show tonight, it will be uh, Adam and me, and we're going to be discussing uh, stuff that's happened throughout 2014 and what's coming up in the parks everywhere, actually, uh, well, within the domestic United States in 2015. So how you doing, Adam? Not too shabby. It's uh, It's been a busy holiday season, and I had a good Merry Christmas, but... Uh... Three kids, man. That just triples. <laughs> that just triples everything. So. Yeah. And so, how's the baby? Oh, she's doing great. She's sleeping well and eating well, and occasionally has, you know, whatever. She's cranky because she's hungry, and we didn't feed her, and she's growing or whatever. And but. And yeah. so, what about you and mom? Are you guys sleeping and uh, eating and doing all that? We're eating. We're sleeping mostly. It's. The other two can keep us up sometimes. Seems like the second one, Elliot, the boy, he's man. I don't know. I'm up when when the little one's feeding. He's crying about something, so I'm going to deal with him while that's happening. So yeah. So it was another 3 a.m. last night. <laughs> Boys tend to so. get the drama out of the way early. Yeah. And so by the time they hit 15, they're not as big a deal. And about they're that like, time, that's man. when that's when the girls will <laughs> kick it into high gear. And so yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. we'll see how that goes. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, so here's what we're going to do, everybody, tonight. We are going to actually run down through some shows and some things that we uh, hit in these shows. If you're interested in going back and listening to them, then uh, this will give you reason to, and it'll give you maybe spark some uh, uh, mental notes there of things that maybe you want to hear about again if you didn't get to hear them the first time. It's actually done that with me. I also am doing this, and we're doing this to kind of uh, – uh, give people an idea maybe that there are a lot of things happening in these parks and uh, sometimes even though it seems like Disney is not moving forward at all they, they've actually moved a lot and so they're busy 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 all the time it's just that at this point trying to uh, keep up is proving to be very difficult and uh, with some news that we'll give about coming up into this new year uh, you'll get a chance to hear that so, okay, we're just going to head down through some notes that I've made, and I'm going to head you back into, uh, I'm not going to take you, of course, too far in, but I will take you back to show 255, and um, that actually kind of started out the new year, and beginning into that, I, um, that started out at 214, beginning into that, I basically had no voice half the time, even though we hadn't recorded too much in a little while, and um, at the same time, I couldn't remember the show number. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So every time that I would think I had the show number correct, I didn't. And so Adam would always remind me later, hey, wrong show number. So, <laughs> okay, next. Uh, that was just a quick little note I made out of that. Show 257, uh, uh, we talked about uh, the Anna and Elsa Disneyland meet and greet. And we put up a video that is still up and is an extremely popular video to this day. Uh, you can find that, of course, on our YouTube channel. Uh, let's see. Oh, we talked about updates to uh, the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And we talked about the live webcast that was coming for Diagon Alley. Um, let's see here. Announced DVC. Membership magic. And then I put a note here. Whatever became of this? Do you remember us talking about that? Yeah, and I, and I don't remember anything about it. I haven't. In fact, it was, so I'm recapping the year. Roy was... It was it was supposed to it was supposed to be like some special things that were going to throw in there for DVC, uh -huh. uh, special events, things like that. And Roy has never really brought those up, and I've never I've never seen anything on them. And usually you'd see them pop up online. Well, I haven't I haven't talked to him in a while about this because you know recapping our year and our lives, he was moving throughout right. the year, you know, and dealing with house and selling and all that stuff. So. We should this obviously if we spoke about this earlier in the year, we should bring it back up. I don't yeah, know. I think that don't we don't know anything will. about think, it. Yeah, so. we can bring us back in because there's going right. to be a lot of DVC uh, news happening in the new year, so we can bring it up and talk to him a little more about that. Okay. Okay. Show two sixty three. Roy tries out the Fast Pass and My Disney Experience. If you go back and listen to that, you'll hear they had a couple hiccups on as far as using the Magic Band to pay with, but other than that, Roy said it worked really well, and this was. Pretty early in. Uh, I think that was in probably March. I was going to say sometime early around in there. Do you remember when Brian and them went, Adam? Um, I thought it was January. Was it? Okay. They were there in January. Yeah. Okay. Brian well, and him and Roy and all them. Okay. But, well, so. Gosh, I forget. Yeah. I, I forget. know it was. I know so. it was still early into this whole thing. They hadn't rolled FastPass Plus out officially yet, and. Things seem to be working pretty well, and Roy didn't have to seem to have too many complaints about it. So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, so that gives some perspective, actually, as to you know this really wasn't as horrible for a lot of people, maybe as as what was perceived at that time, mm -hmm. or maybe it was. So, uh, show two seventy two, uh, we received first announcement of Tom Fitzgerald taking over for creative direction at Epcot, uh, and at this point, we're still waiting on changes. Uh, of course, they've done the Maelstrom thing. Uh, what other changes can you remember that they've announced in Epcot? Do you can you think of well, anything? Well, I mean, I, they haven't. I mean, there's rumors and stuff. I mean, you know, the whole illuminations and the illuminations change, you know, going away and a new show coming in. I don't know if that's is that official. That's that not is official. not official, right? No, yeah, no, it's not official. So I mean, we don't know, but I mean, <sighs> now the word is, I mean, we could hear about a lot of this uh, at the end of January and some announcements that are going to be made, or they could wait until August and do this at D twenty three. Sorry, yeah, that's true. That's true. I was just thinking about that. In fact, I saw a post somewhere that they're going to announce tons of stuff before. That would be like the last date to announce it all this year, but. Or next year. Well, yeah. 2015. 2015. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so I would say those are probably the dates to look for. is the end of January. Uh, I'm sorry, January 15th or end of January, somewhere around there, when they make the announcements about things that are going to be happening for uh, Disneyland's 60th anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so right. supposedly the word is that there's going to be other announcements in that. I just don't know how far they're going to go with it. Um, 
you could because of timelines and how things are going to have to break out and this actually came from Jim Hill but he talked about because of how soon things will have to happen they're going to have to get the word out there even sooner so you know what let's just hope that we hear a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff and so uh yeah with Diagon Alley uh, no I'm sorry with Diagon Alley but with Avatar Land and with Pixar Place and mm -hmm. the Star Wars Land uh, probably the Star Wars Land thing Maybe we won't hear as much Pixar place. I think we probably could because a lot of that stuff is pretty cut and dry as to how they put stuff in back in there. Mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars Land could get put off a little more. Avatar Land, though, they really need to, I would think, get some more renderings and stuff out there and show some progress. But I'd heard just as of maybe two weeks ago, they put the first piece of steel in the ground. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, hmm. but that can, I mean, things can happen pretty quickly. Sure. And so, okay, on two, show 279, we talked about visiting Diagon Alley and I talked about room savings uh, with using uh, AP discount. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that was pretty much the notes that I've got there. Show 285 was our first movie review, and that review was for Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm sure everybody's very familiar with that, and probably Adam really is because he just got that for his birthday. Yep. And the Blu-ray, and I've actually watched all the features, everything except for the, um, I always, if depends, but the commentary is always interesting. So let's do a show, a little bit of a follow-up review here. Yeah. What kind of extras are on this thing? Not a whole lot. There's like this little tag on the outside of the box that says, oh, buy it and you'll get to see uh, extended behind-the-scenes look at uh, Adventures Age of Ultron. And it's like a two-minute blurb on them filming in like i don't know 10 locations across the world and that's about it wow, so, so that than, doesn't help <laughs> other than the movie there's not a whole lot else there. um there's a couple of featurettes with them talking about guardians and the coolest one is the main one on um about guardians with the director and he basically talks about um he wrote an 18 or 19 page document that was basically spelling out all the cultures of all the people that we see in the movie that you really have no context of, but he wanted to establish that line before the mil the movie, before they even did the script, before they did all that stuff. So anyway, that was an interesting thing because it gives you a lot more background. He didn't really talk about it, but he gave you some idea of how it was. So it's like, okay, these guys have this in their minds before they're going to go create the movie. So they're not just shooting off the cuff and putting holes in things that are going to, you know, whatever. And so anyway, that one was pretty cool, but I don't know. I don't know if it's, I is mean, it, if the maybe movie it's is hard good, for go them buy to, it. I mean, maybe means, it's hard but, for them because there's so much. And, and to follow up real quickly, I just started my 13th episode of season one of uh, Agents uh, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. So you got, um, you got a little bit to go there. Yeah, yeah, well, but what I'm figuring out is there's tons of back channel stuff going on here between um, these. Between the okay, movies, yeah. and I won't say anything, but go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not going to go into it. Yeah, I'm just saying that. And so, as tight as all of these channels are, and all of these things going on, um, there could be a chance that there's just no room to talk about anything without giving something up. Mm -hmm. And so you just basically stay quiet. Yeah. And so maybe that's what's going on. I would have hoped. That, I don't know. I don't. Would have hoped maybe they could have put something in there. Yeah, well, I've I noticed that it's funny because during that featurette thing, he goes, after this interview, I'm going to talk to the, what's the Marvel, the dude from Marvel, the Stan main Lee? guy. Um, Stan Lee? No, the other guy who's like the movie guy, the movie executive Josh director. Josh Whedon? 
Who is it? It's, it's not Joss, Joss Whedon, is it? No, it's not Joss Whedon. Okay. It's the other dude who's got his name on everything because he's like the main guy. Feige. Um, what's his name? Kevin. Oh, Kevin okay. Feige. Yeah. Anyway, he said he's going, the director was going, I'm going to talk to Kevin Feige about Guardians 2 right after this interview. And he was saying that on the Blu-ray special features. So you're like, oh, okay, cool. So basically, I think it's it's kind of like a George Lucas thing with Star Wars. You know, George is all about canon and making sure the storyline's yeah. good and all that. Well, Feige is the guy who's making all these storylines canon, like good. He doesn't want it veering off left field and you're like, what? And yeah, I just have it, a feeling all yeah. this stuff is going to come back. because Even if it's different people doing it, I think Feige's going to keep it all all straight. So anyway. Okay. Enough with that, but at no, least there no, you go. That's great. That's good information. It's, it's a, I think it's a huge future thing where the movies are headed and where everything is going. Well, and Marvel, we're good into so. talking about the movies just a little bit as we yeah. head into talking about 2015. So, Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. 286, show 286. We uh, found what we found when scheduling our Fast Passes. That would have been for Cameron and I. And uh, if you listen back to that show, you'll hear Cameron say several times about how how stressed he was when we first clicked on there and yep. started trying to move through the system. Uh, what we found even is get something scheduled and then you would be amazed at how things open up as a mm-hmm. little bit of time goes by. Yep. Uh, after about a week went by, all of a sudden things opened up all over the place. Uh, 30 days in, I was still having trouble getting uh, a fast pass for be our guest and then bam, it opened up and there it was mm-hmm. and it seemed like effortless all of a sudden. So uh, biggest thing I can tell you is don't panic when you go into all this. Um, but when what I can say is when you do schedule your BI guest, don't make the mistake we did. Be there at the very minute that 180 days flips on your calendar or on your clock and schedule it. That's going to be really your easiest, best first shot to do it. And mm-hmm. so we did not do that because we weren't sure that we even wanted to eat there at the time. And then all of a sudden it occurred to us. Hey, we can probably squeeze this in, and then became the you know the marathon of trying to just do it. And so anyway, uh, just remember too, yeah, if you're staying on property, you can schedule your fast passes 60 days out. Um, yep. There's a lot of people playing a game where they they do a throwaway room is what they call it, or they'll schedule a campsite in um, Fort Wilderness campground. Because a campsite, of course, is $54 a night, very cheap, and they'll mm-hmm. never stay there. But what they're doing is, and there's a glitch in the system that may be fixed soon or it may not, uh, schedule one night, and a lot of people are scheduling that night and then doing fast passes for the next seven days. Mm, interesting. Yeah, and then what they're doing is canceling the reservation and keeping the fast passes. Wow. So I don't like those loopholes, but they're yeah. there. They're there, yeah. and hopefully Disney will do something about them. Um, wow. Because we, I did notice that it seemed like a lot of stuff, man, was just eaten alive. Even at 60 days, it was just, bam, it was gone. Yeah. I mean, within the first five minutes after the clock tipped, we couldn't get into, like, let's say, the uh, Anna and Elsa meet and greet. Now, I don't know if they were holding a lot of fast passes back for the, for the actual park goers or what was going on. I think they were. But yeah. then all of a sudden it opened up. Yep. And I think I think they were, and I think Disney does that anyway. Well, so. and so don't panic. Just keep just you know what all you can say, and this sounds crazy, but persevere every day 
Go on and check those things, whether you have to do it through your phone or your computer. Just go and check a couple times a day, whatever. And I know this sounds like, wow, what a hassle that I have to keep going back and checking. But I'm telling you, when you walk in those parks with that magic band on, it is the sweetest thing ever. Because you know, as bad as the day might be, you've got at least some ride time scheduled. You've got some meet and greets scheduled for your kids. You've got uh, reservations scheduled to eat. You've, I mean, there's just a lot of things that go on that on the back side, you'll be glad that you just took the time and did it up front. So, mm -hmm. And that's what we experienced every bit of the way through. Yep. Okay, show 287, we talked about Maelstrom change and changes coming to Hollywood Studio. That has become even more prominent, that talk with, uh, of course, Maelstrom now has, it's confirmed. Um, yeah, this was before it was confirmed. Right, yeah, yeah this was a little ways back. But then um, it did get confirmed in September. Yep. I looked at, I actually looked at it when I was prepping for the show. Right, and so and all the Hollywood studio stuff, nothing is confirmed there yet. But right, right. But there, except I mean, except the hat. Yeah, the hat is coming down, and the changes to a uh, great movie, right? Right. Yeah. So that's what we have so far. But because of those things, you can bet other big things are coming along. Yep. It's going to be exciting that part of it. Uh, show two eighty nine. Biggest thing I had to put here is hey, <laughs> new theme music started. And it actually started just on the uh, these amazing places at that time, and we'll get a little bit more into that here in a little while. I, yeah, yeah, and we didn't talk about that either. You know, that original theme song I wrote that in my my bedroom before the kids came, and then they all started coming. And whatever <laughs> whatever you picked, I liked what you picked. I've never told you that, but I liked it, and it it's fits the same style. So yeah, well, I tried I mean, to yeah, I yeah. tried to well, and Adam and I spent five years. Riding back and forth, uh, <laughs> riding, you know, commuting an hour each way, two hours a day for many years, and kind of getting a really good idea of what each other liked in music. So uh, even when we're not able to talk and there's not a lot of time involved, we still pretty much are in sync with a lot of that stuff. So yep. So anyway, uh, I hope yeah you're going to see a lot more changes coming along, and we're just trying to have fun with this. So at this point, uh, and also make it a little more interactive and a little more useful to somebody who's actually looking to travel to the parks. Uh, so, okay, next one. Uh, show 291 was Doug and Cameron live from Walt Disney World. And if, it, if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it, everybody. The craziest thing about this is, other than talking to Cameron over Skype, I'd never met him face-to-face. -face. And everything you hear there from the beginning of the recording at the bus stop to the end of the night, uh, from the beginning of the cord recording, we had actually been face to face for probably an hour and fifteen minutes, and that's oh, when I wow. that's when I turned on the microphone, and things just kind of took off. And cool. man, I just this is this is like I think it goes this way with a lot of Disney or parks people. They just I don't know, man. They have that kind of uh, uh, that link, and so they can begin to talk about it, especially the ones that are you know really um involved or really care about it and like it and they want sure. you know, to get other people involved yeah so. on a side note i you know camera's not on the show this week but i gotta say it's been great starting to get to know cameron a lot more and i think he so odd he reaches out to us and we start working <laughs> with him and it's like man he we have so much in common and i don't know He's become a good friend, yeah. even though I know, I've never met him. <laughs> and Cameron, so. I don't know if I said that or not. Okay, so Roy is with his family and great news coming out, you know, with his son. And, and if he chooses to share that or whatever he can, uh, things are really just happening for Roy uh, in his regular everyday life. And Cameron is out and about with his family right now. So everybody's just kind of uh, trying to 
squeeze everything they can out of these these holidays. Yeah. So, well, yeah, and so everybody knows it's the day after Christmas. Right. So, you know. And for fact, some of us, like in education, we're off here on quite the extended break. Very nice. Yes. But in for fact, others, in the back, if yeah, if you don't, sorry, to interrupt, okay. Doug, but we got Christmas stuff all around me right now. I'm sitting in the middle of it all. So that's my awesome. wife is working on cleaning it up. But anyway, no, that's awesome. I love to yeah. hear that. So yeah. <laughs> even in my extended age here, I'm still having Christmas stuff piled all around me. So yeah, cool. Okay, next, uh, shows 292 and 293 were live from Universal once again. I think, honestly, the audio of entering into Diagon Alley, uh, and even though I was the one holding the mic and recording it, it's some of the, it was some of the most incredible audio at the time when it hit me and my actual ears, you know, walking in there. And then when I listened to it through the mic later, it just blew me away. Um, and you have to know, I mean, with Cameron and I, when we were making that walk, my wife, my wife said, you sound like you're gasping. <laughs> and we were walking, I mean, right next to a run to get back to, uh, with a bunch of other people, uh, quite a piece through the parks to get back to Diagon Alley. And so that was kind of talking as fast as I could and walking as fast as I could. And you then mean Gringotts? Huh? You, you, you mean Gringotts? You were yeah. headed to Gringotts? Yeah. yeah, when we went into, yeah. yeah. Uh, but entering... Entering Diagon Alley and how the sound just opens up, mm -hmm. I can't mm -hmm. tell people enough. Just put on headphones if you haven't done it and listen to that audio. Because the moment that I said, here we are, it affected me the same way. Hearing this explosion of sound all around me, uh, it affected me the same way as I was personally walking in there as it does now when I just listen to the recording. So yeah. anyway, it's good stuff. Good. All right. Uh, okay. We're going to hop through now some stuff that are ha that's happening right now. Or things that have happened else. I just, you know, they were things that we didn't really talk about a whole lot. We might have put video up or something like that. So one of the first things is uh, Big Thunder Mountain updates. And those actually went on uh, in Disneyland and in Florida and Disney World this year. And if you haven't seen the updates, there's actually a video that we have on the Disneyland section of our um, uh, YouTube site. And in case I haven't said that, it's youtube.com slash these amazing places. If you haven't seen those, the explosions and everything that go on, uh, go in there and check it out. Uh, Cameron got really cool video of it. And he's also got some slowed down video that I haven't been able to figure out how to process it and keep it. He filmed it on his iPhone, and it's slow, and it's awesome looking. But i got to figure out how to keep it that way, process it, and still put it up on onto YouTube so you can see it. Um, he also took video of the... Of the uh, oh come on the goat, oh when yeah, you come up around the corner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Honestly, man, it, it killed me. The video is so funny because you know how when you come up through there, the the goat's going ba ba. Well, he's pointing the camera at it, and it's slowed way down. So instead of being ba ba, the the goat's got a carrot in his mouth, and he's going. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Okay, next thing, uh. Let's see, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train in Fantasyland uh, finally opened complete. And that took seemed like it took forever for that to happen. But uh, it is now open, and it's busy as ever, from what I understand. Uh, yep. Get your fast passes for that. But also, don't make the mistake I did, and go in through the queue at least one time and try all the things that were in the queue. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Okay, just recently, the Mouse Moment Universal Universal's Door websites uh, have become active. And we're currently working on these amazing places. So it actually is active now. It just doesn't have a lot of content yet built in, but we're working on that. So 
All right, that takes you up to today. And so here's some of the stuff then that I wanted to throw in for 2015 that you can look for. This news I just heard, and uh, I saw it from the Orlando Sentinel. And that's, uh, that news is that the My Magic Plus system, FastPass system, probably Magic Band system, the whole shebang, is going to be spun out within the next two years into other Disney parks. That's what they said. I'm thinking probably first they'll spin it into the domestic park, which is uh, Disneyland. Um, just because it's easier, it's close, it's right here. But maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe uh, Adam seemed to think maybe maybe Hong Kong. I say Hong Kong because it's the infrastructure is already there. They're building it, so I'm sure the wireless and everything is done. They don't have to change anything. It's already it was planned long ago. But um, but wait, Hong when's Hong Kong open? It's is open it, now. You mean Shanghai? Uh, maybe it's Shanghai. Yeah, I'm Shanghai sorry. opens. I'm sorry. Uh, I think yeah. it opens this summer. Okay. I could be wrong. So, but, okay. but I thought 2015 was the big date. So which is you know, yeah, this that's coming this here, summer. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and you could you could see them spin it out there. It could be a real nightmare though, too, because wow, I mean, how many people can they expect to come into those parks? Yeah, no idea. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, some things that you can expect to happen here pretty soon this summer will be the hub reopening, and that construction hopefully is finally oh, going to finish. Finally, <laughs> yeah. And so Adam hopefully is going to be there and get to see that. Yep, yep. And that would be fantastic. And who knows, maybe you'll get a chance to schedule a fast pass in one of those sections and you can actually sit and watch a parade there. True. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. I should. Um, yeah, well, yeah, as the year goes on, we'll talk about that. Yeah, you'll see those start to open up, uh, hopefully, by sometime mid-spring. Cool. Uh, hopefully. So, All right, uh, DVC editions that are still continuing um, will be uh, the Polynesian. They're working on the bungalows there, and they also are uh, working on villas. Uh, I think that they said there were – I want to say there were – 12 bungalows, 18 bungalows. I remember yeah, I each each bungalow sleeps eight up to eight people. And so those are right on the water, so you could expect for those to be quite expensive and probably very hard to get for the first year, I would bet. Oh, uh, yeah. The villas, I'm not quite sure where they're going to be at yet there. Um, but they just opened the lobby to it uh, this year. Uh, well, I'm sorry, within the last couple of weeks. And so you get a chance to see that. Anybody who loved the big uh, uh, water element that was in there will be disappointed because it's, it's been mini-mead. <laughs> Where it used to be maybe, you know, uh, 20 by 25 or something, it's now like maybe 10 by 10. Yeah, it's very small hmm. compared to what it well, used to be. Yeah, I haven't seen photos. And I we were there, so I remember what the original one looked like, but... And they also opened the Grand Floridian DVC, which Roy stayed in, and we've got video of. If you want yep. to go out there and check that out, uh, it's gorgeous. Very expensive, though, also, but very nice. And the word is next. What's coming is they're going to convert some rooms in uh, – uh, oh, come on now. Fort, and then, uh, what is it? Fort Wilderness Lodge? Yeah, well, yeah. they have the Fort Wilderness Lodge already. Yeah, it's but Fort Wilderness Campgrounds. Yeah, they're going to convert more is, yeah. rooms on, in the lodge to dvc more yeah okay. more rooms yeah uh, from what i heard an entire floor or more i think what's going on is they're finding that they're filling rooms much faster with dvc mm -hmm. now whether they're rented points or not mm -hmm. and so they're they're heading more in that direction because their vacancy on rooms has gone up somewhat um i heard rumors it was jim hill jim hill had all this stuff um shoot 
a moderate, one of the moderates like Coronado yeah. or Caribbean. There was rumors that that was going to get DVC'd and partly. Epcot so. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, hook the waterway. That's yeah. There was rumors to that. Yeah, that too. I that's think that true. that's what you're going to see more and more happening is they're going to convert every one of these properties to um to DVC. I just here's the thing like with moderate I don't see the price point. I mean, I can rent a DVC for the price of a moderate. Mm-hmm. And so if more and more people find out about that, the writing is on the wall that the moderates will start to die. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they, it's probably smart for them to begin to, begin to make that change. Uh, yep. Let's see here. Okay, we covered a little bit the updates to the Great Movie Ride. Those will be happening right after the first of the year. They're going to start working on those. Those are supposed to be done by early spring. So um, Frozen Ride in Norway. Okay, everybody knows about that. It's going to actually be more than just the ride. I you know, I, I happened to see Frozen again here within the last month, and it was amazing when I looked at Endale how much parts of it looked like the courtyard in Norway. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, they could do this actually pretty easy, but if they really spend some money and do some really creative things with it, wow, you talk about an incredible nighttime place even. Uh, for even private events or things like that, special parties that go on, I just think, yeah, they could do amazing things with it. Even for those that are tired of, of Frozen, they could probably still get their attention. Yeah. And, you know, we say that, that a lot of people are tired of Frozen, but I think we tend to forget all of the people that come into the United States to come to the parks, and they haven't experienced it maybe the same way that we have. And so... I, I, maybe we're a little jaded here in the United States, but yeah, I think we are because of advertising and yeah. it just it just hits everything. I mean, for crying out loud, there's a there's a, pen, a group called Pentatonics. They're an acapella um, quintet, five people, and pretty good music. Um, anyway, they won NBC's Sing Off or something. My wife loves them. I bought her the Christmas albums. The last song on one of their Christmas albums is "Let It Go." <laughs> really? Yeah, it's it's you know it's a good version of it, and of course the kids went crazy when they first heard it, and I was like, "Is this the Let It Go from Frozen?" Sure enough, there it was. Had nothing to do with any of the Christmas songs. It's normal Christmas stuff, and then you know, now they put their own flair on it. In fact, one of the guys beatboxes to it, so like that's part of his his shtick with this with the stuff. But so. it, it sounds okay. Oh yeah, it sounds really good. In fact, okay. you can probably go out and look at it now and listen to it. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. It's a good, good version of it and everything, all acapella. Um, but well, yeah. in case somebody, anyway, that Adina um, Menzel too is going on a worldwide tour, so I'm sure that that song is get, getting ready to be sung even more. I'm sure she came out with a Christmas album too. I don't know if you knew that. Nope, didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which it, it's like. Okay, whatever. It has nothing to do with Frozen, but it's got Christmas stuff on it, you know. But um, okay, more popular next. because of this, and yeah. Yeah, well, I I think it's I still think it'll be huge. And what I'm, you know, I can just jump into quickly Avatar Land. I could care less about the movie. Didn't really care for the movie when I saw it. I, yep. I saw it in uh, uh, IMAX 3D and came out of there with a blue headache. That's what I called it. <laughs> um, but yeah. guess what? I still am anxious to see the land. And what they can do with it. And a lot of people, I heard some people talking the other day and saying, well, what happens if the sequels bomb? I honestly don't think that people care. Nah, and yeah. that if they do a really good job on this thing, people aren't going to even care what those movies are doing. Yep. I mean, does anybody care how well Cinderella did last year? 
Yep. Or Pirates of the Caribbean? Not really. And did people love Pirates of the Caribbean before the movies ever came out? Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think it'll just be one of those things that people are just going to love it. Yeah, Some in some cases you say that, and in some cases I think it's unfortunate when movies bomb that I really don't want to bomb and yeah. think they shouldn't. Like The Lone Ranger is one of yeah. those. I'm like, oh, man, Disney's marketing this. This is going to be awesome. And then all of a sudden it bombs, and it's like, Okay, well, I thought the movie was good. I liked it. The next know. one that I'm hoping does not, and that's Tomorrowland. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I just think it's gonna. I just think it's gonna transform. It can't. There's no way. It's gonna transform the parks. It's Brad Bird. Yeah. There's no way. Man. He's like he's becoming the next J.J. Abrams. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, he worked with Abrams, didn't he, on Mission Impossible? Uh yeah. He I directed about one of the Mission Impossibles, and then oh, Abrams he, directed. Did he? Yeah. I and didn't know that. Abrams okay. directed the next one, I believe. Yeah, Abrams is like, I forget, three of them or something. Yeah, like yeah, one, yeah. three of them or something. But man, that's um, yeah. everywhere. So, so yeah, so um, but it, I think Brad. Here's the thing with Brad. Pixar. He's the Pixar dude. You know, uh, was it? What was he did the uh, Ratatouille. Thing? Ratatouille. He did a bunch of others. Nemo, maybe. I forget. Anyway, um, his storyline telling Damon Lindelof, you know, from Lost and all that. Their storyline. They're the Tomorrowland. I mean, this is perfect for like, I don't know, some kind of a story like a, an original, whatever, Guardians believe, of the Galaxy type of I type believe of he also, so. though, he also directed a movie about Marcus Luttrell. Uh, he was a um, um, SEAL team member oh. who was caught up in Afghanistan and his entire team was killed. It's a oh. true story. I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't. Anyway, I believe he Lone, directed is that. Is it Lone movie. Survivor? Lone Survivor. Yeah. 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 Didn't know he was on that one. Yeah, yeah. he directed. Well, my son, yeah, told me that one. So. Okay. Yeah, this sounds like this guy has the chops to do darn near anything. Sure. Sure. So, okay. Um. Hey, before I don't know if you're doing this one next, but River of Light. Let's yeah, not forget about that. That's exactly where I'm coming to. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you were talking about Avatar and you're talking about that, and I'm like, okay, yes, Avatar could bomb. Whatever. People still like the land. I'm sure. But River of Light is going to bring new light to Animal Kingdom like no other. So. What and the Harambe Marketplace? Oh yeah. All of this stuff at night. Yeah. Honestly, if I can get out of the heat of Animal Kingdom and be there at night with the lights and stuff, we were there. We were yeah. there at night and saw some of it. It's amazing. Well, you know, here's another thing too. Okay, you were saying Frozen, whatever. I I watch it like every other week because the kids want. Yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> so I'm watching Frozen, whatever. The other movie they like a lot, Tangled. So entangled, you know, the whole lantern scene and all that stuff. Yeah. River of Light is supposed to have that element in it. So I just think what a what a good way to bring entangled into the animal kingdom. Yeah, other than just a uh, restroom. Yeah, under the other than a <laughs> themed yeah. restroom with a tower in the distance. There uh, we go. That's a little odd. So you know, too, um, before I forget, let me just throw in uh the uh cue that they just did for Peter Pan. Oh, I didn't think about. I, I didn't, didn't put yeah, that on the list. Go ahead. So. Yeah, I mean, it actually is like walking through the house before you actually take off out of the house, then and out of, over top of the city. Cool. So I guess they they put some time and stuff into it. I guess a lot of people have really liked it, and it's made that weight in the queue, which can be just oh yeah yeah, yeah killer. It's well, made it much better. So it's a it's a popular ride. People are it's like forty five minute wait all the time. Yeah, forty five so. minute wait for a two and a half minute ride. Yeah, seriously. So yeah. Good. I'm glad they did that. And it's of course after the Blu-ray's out. We we got the Blu-ray, so now the kid. I'm introducing them to these things before we ride them because yeah. I want them to 
you know. And then, of course, Jake and the Neverland Pirates is out on the Disney Channel for the yeah. Disney Junior people. So and you can, yeah, you can see those over in uh, uh, Disney Junior live. Yeah. So that's the same similar Peter Pan storyline ish. You know, it's a little different. Kind of kind of molds the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and Peter Pan together yeah. a little bit. But anyway, um, pr- probably a good move. Good investment. People yeah, well, are standing in line. They, yeah. So. It'd be nice if they could do something more with the tangled stuff, but I don't know now if they have the room. I don't know. They've had to have thought this out. I mean, because they could do some amazing things still with that. Uh, can you imagine even the lanterns if they could do something visually back yeah. in Fantasyland with that? Yeah. Yeah. So this is well, yeah. Yeah. Even movie wise, I would love to see like a even if Frozen Two came out. And they incorporated the characters from Tangled in it, like that little sneak peek. Like I don't know if we talked about it. I told you about that, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the back of what's her face, Rapunzel, is in Frozen for like a split second because she's going there to see the coronation from Frozen. And yeah. Anyway. But and they do that into a lot of the movies. They yeah, and I would love to see that happen where it actually becomes a story instead of it just being this Easter egg. Yeah. You know. Well, that's kind so. of doing the uh, the whole Marvel thing almost, where you begin to match it, characters from everything. Exactly. I think that's I, cool I could see that. I mean, they're already doing it on the marketing. They sell these princess things. Yeah. It's like the entire, what is it, the, the princess line of merchandise, and yeah. it's all the princesses. Well, they ne- they're never together, ever, unless you're in Disney World. Yeah, and then, that's exactly right. What's <laughs> the storyline behind that? Well... Here's a perfect opportunity. Anyway. And so. you're right. They could. They could find a way to mesh all that together and put it right there in Fantasyland and still make that, that tower into something more than just a restroom. Mm-hmm. So, okay, next. Uh, Illuminations replacement. We talked about that just a little bit. Nobody has any idea if that's true, if it's going to happen. Uh, where it is, I, Jim Hill said something about October. Um, okay. So we'll see. Supposedly this stuff's mm. been in the works for some time. We'll see. Wow, um, food and wine. Yeah, you'd I think know. it'd be like, huh? That they would like, shut it down during food and wine. I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Weird. You know, maybe they'll have this thing so planned out that they don't have to drain this lagoon. They're able to drop things in and have stuff ready to roll. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Star Wars land announcement. No, nothing on that yet. We're waiting on it. As we said, probably January, if not then, probably in August at D twenty three, or. Uh, I think I just can't imagine that they won't do something in January because the movie comes out in oh actually the movie comes out when is it Adam I shouldn't know this Star Wars yeah. oh my birthday next year December okay. okay so they actually could they could actually do the announcement in uh, August at D twenty three sure and then roll the movie out shortly yeah. afterwards uh, you know they could do it at Star Wars land Star Wars weekends too yeah I mean it's same park yeah so. yeah they could. Which is May. So. And, yeah, and so at the same time, you could hear him make mention about gutting um, Toontown there in, in California. It's true. We talked about that on the last show or the show before last. Yep. And so, okay, Pixar Plays, we mentioned that a little bit. I think that, uh, yeah, you could see many things happen there. Um, right off the bat, I still think you're going to see the Cars, Cars Land Light. And so they're saying the rumor was that they would make, um, oh, what is it, uh, Radiator Springs Racers indoor to keep you out of the blistering rain that happens. Yep. Uh, and many people have experienced that if it starts raining when you're on test track. Yep. And so to keep that from happening, they'll just keep everything indoors. 
So hmm. we'll see. They've got plenty of room back there to do work if that's what they well, decide they're going to do. Heck, we should have checked on an update, but I mean, Backlot Tour closed how long ago? Yeah, a little while. Yeah, yeah I mean, from what I understand, figure, though, no uh, bulldozers or anything. Nothing's really? going on. Yeah. So Not weird. Yet. But it's I like, think that probably, I don't, I don't know. I don't know at this huh. point. You could see it happen very quickly. Uh, I think no matter how quick, two years is pretty optimistic to see them have stuff ready to open and. Huh. But they can't, it can't also go on for a long time because if you start shutting that whole section of the park down, a lot of it, and the entire Echo Lake and that entire strip down through there, you start shutting all that down, um, or at least to, to masses of crowds coming in, and that park will be insane with 20,000 people in it. Yeah, yeah. We kind of went on that. Yeah. I forget right. what show number, but. Well, I'm sure that's what everybody else is thinking. Plus, I've always thought, how do you keep charging $94 a day to get in there when there's basically five attractions to do and some shows? Exactly. Yep. So that's going to get to be a sticking point with them. Okay. Quickly, let me move out of the Disney uh, bubble. Unless you can – can you think of anything else that's coming up, Adam, that I haven't thought about? I'm sure it will hit me as soon as I turn off the mic. Uh, Not right now. I mean, okay. the only other thing to say is they always try to do a press thing for the summer thing in like late April, May, early May, late, eh, sometimes late May, um, to to do a summer thing to kind of hype people up for the summer of Disney. So sometimes some stuff is like saved until that moment. Well, like I don't know. And sadly, ticket prices will probably go up again in May or yep. June. So yep. if you're planning on going, anybody listening, yep. uh, go buy your tickets now. Yep, and you'll beat that that madness of the amount of money they can go up, and it may not be a lot, but it's still some more. Yep. And for every five or six bucks, it's taking money that you could use to buy merchandise or food away from you. And yep. why spend it if you don't have to? So it would be great if they surprised us and didn't raise them this year. But with the parks, okay, nope. and let's just say this: that's not happening. Yeah. As of just today, um, the parks, uh, uh, Magic Kingdom. And Florida and Disneyland were both shut down. Well, shut down. The basic gates locked for maximum capacity. And so then they, of course, allow people in, trickling in here and there. But if you happen to be one of those people and you're really looking forward to, you know, taking your kids in to see the Magic Kingdom and you walk up at 1030 in the morning only to find out that the parks are closed, whether it be temporarily or not, you don't know that at the moment. And that's disappointing. So I can – that was my first thought, how many people walked up to those gates today to find out that they couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I did wonder. Let's yeah. say you decided, okay, we're going to go to Epcot. And, but we would – you know, if the parks open up you know, by 3 o'clock, even though I don't own a hopper, would they let me come over and go into Magic Kingdom then with my kids? Yeah, I think, yeah. I just can't imagine they wouldn't. But I think so, yeah. They do that a lot. Well, it was never spelled out anywhere, so it left me kind of wondering. Well, no. It's like like a kid dropping his ice cream cone right after he buys it, and then they give him a free one. Right. I mean, that's not in any writing, but if a cast member's there and that happens, more than likely the kid's getting a free one, you know? Yeah. I mean, he just spilled it on the pavement, so, you know. And that's what what I'd hoped, that actually that that wouldn't happen to, uh, to somebody. And, and I, I just can't imagine they wouldn't have that thought out ahead of time to make sure that, you know, somebody doesn't go away angry or disappointed even. Um, wow, I just, what a disappointment for your kids. If it's something you can only do once in a while and 
there you are and hey sorry too bad but we can't get you in yeah i just i think it would be a horrible horrible thing to happen yep. uh you know what too before we jump out of this i was going to go through some of the movies quickly that are going to open and some of these we've we've gone oh through. yeah well, yeah and That's so right. i'm also looking through some of my notes trying to make sure you know what too i think we have a pretty comprehensive thing set up here now if you haven't been to the parks before if you go to the mousemoment.com you can actually Go right down through the list of how to do things and what to do, and it'll help you to plan your vacation. Uh, also, yeah, uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, the Beach Club Resort is under 20-month refurb. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah if you're about planning that. on staying there, just expect some construction. They're saying it's not closing any rooms or anything like that, but expect construction to be going on. Cool. And Downtown Disney is changing. And so uh, yeah, yeah, we didn't have that. that in either. So uh, openings, openings. There's Such always, a high priority yeah. on our list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, people are saying it's amazing looking. It. Just what they can see so far, it's really great looking. Yeah. And so the town, the small town idea, four yep. separate towns and all that seems to be really clicking with people that are being able to see it so far. Okay, uh, let's go through some of these movies real quick. Strange Magic. Uh, these are Disney movies. Opening Strange Magic is actually a George Lucas uh, film or Lucas Lucas Arts film. That's opening uh, January 23rd. Uh, if you go to the mouse moment, you click on each one of these, it'll take you to the link. Websites. Yeah, the yeah. website for each one. McFarland USA is about a uh, downtrodden uh, team, well, a school uh, that lives in a farming community, a Hispanic farming community, probably in I think in in California, and some of the stuff that they go through. Uh, as far as starting a cross-country team where none of these people are runners. It's that whole, you know, that sports story like Rudy and the rest of them. Uh, let's see, Cinderella. It's going to be a live-action Cinderella. I, the only trailer I've seen so far shows the slipper, and that's it. Uh, Inside Out, they're saying this is going to be huge. Pixar, right? Next Pixar film. That comes yep. out June 19th. Um, I don't know. I watched a little bit of the uh, trailer, and I was looking at the comments that people were leaving. And they were not good comments, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think that people feel like it's just going to be another formula movie, so let's hope not. I really I have a lot of faith in Pixar to, to do a good job with things, so let's wait and see what they come out with. Uh, Mon- Monkey Kingdom is actually a nature. It's going to come from Disney nature films, so Monkey Kingdom. It kind of gives you a good idea as to what it is. All right, here comes the big ones. Avengers Age of Ultron is May 1. Yes. Tomorrowland. Is May twenty second. Cool. Ant Man, which also ties in with the Avengers thing, yep. is July seventeenth. Mm-hmm. So those are the biggies just for coming into summer. And then we get through Aladdin three D, which is going to be a re release. Jungle Book, which I think is just going to be it's a redone, but uh, I haven't heard a whole lot about it. Is that live action? I don't. I don't think it is. I think it's going to be an mm. anim- animated film. But, uh, well, they they already released the Blu-ray. They usually do like the Blu-ray releases. Aladdin's supposed to release in the fall on Blu-ray. Okay. So, hmm. okay. uh, let's see here then. The Good Dinosaur, which is a Disney animated animation film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I know some things about it, but better off just that doesn't open until November 25th. Um, it's going to be overshadowed by the next thing, and that is oh yeah, Star Wars Seven: The Force Awakens. That opens December 18th. So as you can see, it's not just the parks that have stuff going on, but they have a huge amount of stuff going on, even in movies. Then we move on to something I mentioned earlier, and that's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that's actually on hiatus for a little while as Agent Carter 
comes in and they're just working more storylines into it. Yeah, and, you don't. I don't want to give it away, yeah. Doug, because you haven't. You nope. you're still on first season, right. right? And I'm, but I'm telling you what, okay. I'm tearing through first season. I expect to be done with first season probably by Sunday. All right. Well, let me just tell you, I don't want to give it too much away, but the first episode of season two, it's right off the bat starts off with Agent Carter in 1942 or 44 or whatever year it is dealing with something. And then it eventually flashes to present day agents of shield. And it's sort of a related storyline. So okay. all that to say this agents Carter hiatus thing, I'm pretty sure it's going to have a lot to do with the storyline. We're already familiar with on agents of shield present day. So and if that makes, if that makes any more sense to more you of the Avengers, the, the storyline from the movies beginning to blend here. Yes. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. And yeah. I mean, I'm not sure now. where it could be headed because there's, here's the thing. If you read the comics and I just, I, I don't read a lot of them, but I discuss with guys at work who do or have, and there's theories out there that, um, Coulson from agents of shield, the main direct, the main guy there, he, um, has something to do with like one of the characters that's in the comic books. He could have something to do as like a main, like one of the main Avengers. Like for instance, they, he could be an Avenger someday. Oh, awesome. yeah. oh that's cool. Yeah. But we don't know that now. I don't know. Maybe that's I cool. just gave a big old ah. spoiler out there that see, they're going me, to do. That's not a spoiler. I, I see it as something to look for. I like when sometimes people throw some breadcrumbs. Yeah. And give me things to kind of look for. So there's a whole there's a whole reasoning into that. And in fact, maybe we should, maybe maybe we could do that when Agents of Shield ends here, in uh, in the what is it May was probably when they'll end. Yeah. If you catch up and Roy and Cam well, catch up, I plan to be caught up here soon, all the cool. way up even into season two. So okay, cool. So right. that's what break is for, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's something I never do, and. Connor kept asking me, hey, come on, watch this with me. And so oh, cool. I sat down. Actually, if you want to know the truth, I watched um, 11 episodes yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pizza party right there. Oh, man, it was a marathon. Yeah, it was Seriously? a marathon. Cool. But it was fun. Cool. And it kind of helps for me to keep stuff cohesive and moving along. So Okay. Okay, so uh, next right. thing, I just threw a couple games in here, and that's Kingdom Hearts 2.5, I think just came out, and Star Wars Battlefront. Just oh, yeah. came out, so or I'm sorry, comes out comes out later in the year. So uh, those are a couple of extra things that you definitely want to go out there and check out if you're into gaming. Uh, and I think the the I mean they just released Infinity and all that stuff, so they're beginning to get their feet underneath of them now as far as Disney gaming. So mm -hmm. all right, let's move out of the Disney parks now that I just promised there what a half an hour ago that we were going to do that. Uh, I just want to hit some stuff in Universal and what's going on there. They continue to do uh, City Walk editions. For somebody who doesn't know what City Walk is, if you haven't been to the Universal Parks, you're going to walk through City Walk to get to either Universal uh, Studios Florida or um, or Islands of Adventure. And City Walk is basically their downtown Disney, but it's right outside of their parks. Kind of like what you would run into if you were in Disneyland. I guess you have to go through City Walk. In some, it's not City Walk, downtown Disney there to get into, or you can walk through it to get into some of the parks. So, anyway, uh, the walking bridge from the cabana to uh, the parks is now open. Uh, I actually have a link on universalsdoor.com website to a lot of this stuff. Uh, you can actually see what the walking bridge looks like. Um, it's probably a 15, 20-minute walk from cabana 
to the parks from there. If you like to walk and you have something to do early in the morning, that's great. But those those buses start running an hour before park opening. So if the parks are going to open at 7, those buses are run on time and they're running every probably 12 minutes at uh, by from 6 a.m. on. And so I was looking at making the walk when we were there. But as I looked at it, these buses were there. It was a five-minute ride. I just said, okay, I'm going to do enough walking. Uh, in the parks, let's just take the bus. And it was quick, efficient, great. It was a great ride. So anyway, I would just say, if you want the walk, great. Take the walk. If you don't, then uh, get on that bus. Uh, King Kong construction continues there. Um, King Kong slash Skull Island, whatever it happens to be, that's never been made official. But man, they got steel and buildings, and that thing is huge. And I actually have a link on the UniversalStore.com website. You can click on it, and it'll show you some video footage of what somebody else has filmed. It's huge. Tell me this. Is it next to Jurassic Park? Yes. And it's nothing to do with Jurassic Park? Well, I don't know, because if they make it in that vein, like Skull Island, you could make it fit into that. Okay, because there's like that new movie coming out. Right. Yeah. And so, so you could – and Chris Pratt's in that movie too. Did you know that? Yeah, I yeah. noticed that. That's he, hilarious. Yeah, that's what I thought. So uh, – And So definitely, I think that it could, they could make it easily fall into the theming of Jurassic Park. Okay. Answer. Right. And I'm really hopeful, this is what I keep hearing, that they are going back to animatronics and less screens in this attraction. Yeah. And if anybody have you ever hmm. have you ever even seen the the old King Kong attraction, Adam? Um no. Go on and watch the video. Find a good video that's out there. I okay. wrote it and when I watched the video there were some bad videos, but there were some great videos of it. And mm -hmm. when you see the size of the animatronics and everything, it's awesome. And okay. if they jazz it up a little bit. Uh, with some other effects and don't go crazy with the screens i think that it can be amazing or if they mix the huge animatronics with the screens mm -hmm. it'll take your breath away cool and with the size of this building i can imagine they're using they're going to use animatronics okay so we'll see uh, okay next there's rumors out there of a water park they actually just reacquired uh some land that um that they had either, either let set dormant or or hadn't used. Nobody knew what was going to happen with it. So it is over by Cabana, over in that general area. Hmm. Um, Even so they, though they have, they have wet, wet and wild, wet and wild, or whatever it is, right? Well, they're saying wet and wild is outdated. It's also off property, and that hurts right. it. And so they they really believe that it's going to help them. This thing is not going to be just like the Chinsey Water Park either. It right. is actually going to be amazing. It's like volcano volcano island. It's supposed to be themed to the mm. point where it'll be like another. Well, park. they're gonna go with di what Disney does. Yeah, kind of like a, yeah. somebody uh, compared it to. Um, oh come on, uh, Discovery Island in Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if they do something like that, that'll be that'll be amazing. Okay. I hope so much that Disney would do something like that here, but they haven't, and so I think that uh, I think that Universal is gonna try to jump on that. Yeah. So okay. uh, there's plans and stuff out there already. Um, generalized idea, patents, copyrights, I should say, for names, stuff like that. So that all can be found or heard about in the in the domain, uh, public domain, I should say. All right. Uh, other than that, let's see. I don't. I don't really. I can't think of anything else uh, that's going on in Universal. I think that to keep the pace up, they're spending five hundred million dollars a year. And so I think that you're, as we come into summer again, spring to summer, you're going to start to hear about Skull Island. You're going to start to hear about a water park. They also have another hotel opening, Sapphire Falls. Um, and so that's not going to open until 2016. But 
I think that they're going to keep moving ahead. As long as they're seeing revenue growth there, they're not going to stop. And $500 million a year is a lot of money mm. to just keep dumping in, just to the that- Florida parks. Sure, but without Harry Potter strength, I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll see. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how King Kong does. Yeah. Um, it could move him in a whole another direction. I mean, you know how it goes at some point. Um, that you can't just keep building Harry Potter. At some point, you just should have probably built a Harry Potter park. Right. And Harry huh. Potter stuff, if they stop right, right where they're at too uh, now, uh, it stands on its own. Those parks are amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I think at this point I want to see them move in some other directions and kind of broaden their appeal. There's so many places that I just mm. think, wow, they could – yeah, they could probably move on. Yeah. A lost continent is cool in its own right, but that's land, and this is what they're not afraid to do. They will just move on it. If they sure. think this is not being used to its capacity, they're just going to bulldoze what they've got there, and they're going to start on. Uh, start sure. moving on. Well, it's nothing like Disney where – you know, there's people out there that, whatever they, yes, they like the Lost Continent, but eh, for to Universal, it's nothing like a Peter Pan ride or a Snow White ride or whatever. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, we built this too bad. Eh, next, you well, know. and they've so. got you know that whole Looney Tunes area with uh, Bill's Rat Barge and all that. Um, yeah, yeah, I could see them. I could see them moving ahead with things sure. if they, if they see reason and they see an area for growth. Uh, because let's face it, those places have been here now. You're not mm-hmm. going to see; they're not going to raise your park uh, growth any at this point. Mm-hmm. And so you can either say, "Okay, well, we're happy to be where we're at. Let's just sit on the plateau," or you can say, "We have to keep moving ahead." So if we can't buy more land immediately or make more areas to where we can build, then we have to tear down what we've got and keep moving. Yep. yep. And that's kind of where Universal's at now. Uh, yep. Their deals, I mean, their annual pass deal can't be beat. Uh, their power pass, the blackouts are during the hottest times of the year or the busiest times of the year. And for me, those are the times that I don't want to be there. And you can get that power pass for $212 a year. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a third of what Disney's annual pass is. Mm-hmm. And you get fantastic discounts with it. So uh, if for no other reason, if somebody's even thinking about checking it out, if you're planning on doing uh, three days, just buy the power pass. And a lot of people say, well, they'll give you the third day for free. But they'll also give you like fifty, forty to fifty dollars a night off of your room, and that's going to pay you know, for the whole third day and give you you know a nice place to stay while you're at it. So, sure. Anyway, okay, well, all that right, wraps up pretty much everything that's going to happen happen through 2014, and the uh, best that we can tell you right now, it's going to be happening in 2015. Yeah, I would just say. Um... Other than that, just uh, thanks, everybody, for sticking with us this long. And if you have any questions or comments, please let us know. And also, you know, you might be listening to this before the new year. We wish you a safe and happy new year and hope everything is well where you're at. So, Okay. That wraps it up for another year, everybody. And uh, we will uh, see you in 2015. All right. Thanks. Thanks.